the vision board needs to be a thing that stays in the what so that our subconscious can later go to work for us on the who and the how. How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. I am completely and utterly allergic to wasting time. And so when I learned that there are three things that you should never put on a vision board because it stops your brain from being able to manifest that dream, I was all ears. So I have this quote on my monitor and it says, how do you get into a state of momentum? Do not tolerate being stuck. It's by Tony Robbins. And I absolutely love that. First, because of my allergy to wasting time, but second, because it's a really helpful reminder to me of how to get out of that feeling of being stuck and into a state of momentum. And so we've been talking on the podcast about how to manifest your dream event. If we go back to episode 54, talk all about the manifestation process. And if you go to last week's episode 57, I talk about what to put on the vision board. Now today we're gonna talk about what not to put on a vision board. And the reason why I think that really dovetails nicely with that Tony Robbins quote about not allowing yourself to stay stuck so that you can stay in that state of momentum is that the three things that we're going to talk about today that you should never put on your vision board, they they cause our brain to get stuck and not be able to use the vision board for what it's f- really purposed for, which is to reduce the stress of taking action. See, when we have a vision board on the wall and we're looking at it every single day, it becomes really familiar to us. That stuff feels not so new anymore. It feels like it's it's who we are, it's, it's part of us. And you know how um, we don't really like to take action when things are new? Like it, um, it's kind of scary to do new things. And so if there's anything on that vision board that gets us stuck and makes it so that we don't feel like we can fully step into that vision and just get lost in it and allow our subconscious brain to kind of go to work for us, figuring out, well, how how could I make that work? Or who who could I uh, ask for help? Um, That's a problem. And so we're going to talk about those three things today. First one is words. You should never put words on your vision board. It shocked me when I heard that. Because <laughs> I feel like always I see people, you know, cutting words out of magazines and go back to last week's episode and hear why you should never be cutting out of magazines. But the uh, the thought of not putting words really like stopped me in my tracks. And then when I heard why, well, it's because our brains don't know what to do with that. When we stick to simply images, images that we feel uh, like a strong emotional connection to, uh, it allows our subconscious to get to work because we don't um, we don't get stuck in the like 
calling BS or like not understanding what it means, which is what happens when when there's words. Because then we're like, well, am I being that? Am I being enough of that? Whereas a picture simply insinuates who we had to be in order to make that picture happen, right? So we don't, it's implied. We don't need the words. In fact, the words will get us stuck. So no words. That's number one. Number two, number two, wow, it really got to me as well. Number two is money. Like we should not have dollar amounts on there. There is a whole separate component to the the dream event manifestation process that is coming up with the budget. And we go in deep in that inside Live Event Academy. But what I need you to know is, yes, it's important to know how much that dream event costs that you price it out. But those numbers should not be on the vision board. That is another cause for our brains to call BS. (laughs) And be like, well, flip, I don't know how I'm going to make that kind of money. I don't know how I'm going to drive that amount of ticket sales in order to be able to afford that caliber of an event. Um, We just get caught in the rabbit hole of money stuff. And that's not the purpose of the vision board. The vision board needs to be a thing that stays in the what so that our subconscious can later go to work for us on the who and the how. Are you tracking with me? Yeah. So first is never put words. Second, never put dollar amounts, never put like money on there. It's, it's again, it's implied in the images that we use. And third is never put an image on there since now we're clear, it's just images. Never put an image on there that doesn't um, create this huge sense of emotional attachment to you. Something that doesn't like pull you in. Something, it should never be something that um, you look at and don't like yearn for. That's such a weird word to use, but I, I, I think it's appropriate here. Everything on that board should be something that we really, really like will have. Not like, eh, it would be nice if, like really strong attachment. So words should not be on there. Dollar amounts should be not be on there. And third, anything that you don't feel a strong emotional attachment should not be on there. And I think that when you remember that trifecta and then use the process we talked about in episode 57 on how to build the board, I think that you are going to find success so much faster than you imagined you would. And I'm so excited to see what you come up with. Will you please take a picture of your finished vision board and post it on Instagram and tag me so that I can see it and cheer you on. Uh, That would be so fun for me. All right, make it an outstanding rest of the week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram. And be sure to tag at Sarah Pfeiffer and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. Also, if scaling events in your business sounds like something you want to tackle in 2023 and you need a coach, let's connect to see if one-on-one coaching is for you. Just go to greenroomcentral.com. You and I can work together 
one-on-one throughout the course of the year and dive deep into the inner workings of your events and business. You'll receive mentorship, personalized feedback, and customized guidance to define your goals and achieve your next level of success. Go to greenroomcentral.com right now to apply. This podcast is built on Kajabi. I loved how easy it was to get things set up, but more so, I'm thrilled that my entire business is run within one platform from my emails to my pages to my courses and my podcast too. It's all under one roof. If you love simplicity and scalability as much as I do, then go to greenroomcentral.com to get a free 14-day trial from Kajabi. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going. Keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.